0: What does it mean to master the game of life? Like any game, it requires a fundamental understanding and application of the rules. But living in today's on-demand society is making this nearly impossible as our attention is increasingly being fought over and monetized by others. Will Moore's mission is to help you hit the reset button by providing a new set of game rules based on time-proven universal principles in modern science. To gamify your life by making it fun and addictive to replace your habits in the five core areas of your life proving to lead to true happiness. Ready, player one? What's up, man? Hey,
1: there we go. What's going on? Well, how are we doing?
2: We're doing good. We're doing real good. How are you doing?
1: I'm great, man. This is a little bit earlier than usual for me, so your audience is going to have to forgive my my morning voice a little bit. So I'm about 10 minutes away from being in my prime, I'll say, (laughs) after the morning routine. 10 minutes.
2: You know yeah. what? I'm feeling a little uh, smelly cat from friends. <laughs> you know what I mean? Where it's it's just raspy enough where you may be hitting the perfect. This may be your optimal.
1: You we know we what? may be
2: discovering your optimal voice right now. Like this could be it.
1: You may be onto something. You may be onto something. I'm I'm going to rely on the feedback here from the audience. You no, guys, little, please. Uh, yeah, it's a little low and grizzly. <laughs> it
2: has got a nice cadence to it. Uh, well, welcome, my man. Thanks for being on. Where are you, by the way?
1: Uh, yeah, no I'm. Way? Yeah, I'm here in Los Angeles. Uh, I live in West Hollywood. Yeah, I think uh, since the last time we spoke, I'm I'm technically still in West Hollywood, but I have I have moved once.
2: Yes, perfect. Yeah, well, good to see you. So, right, I, I was just giving your intro, and you interview tons of amazing people, right? And like yourself? You have all, I, I, well. <laughs> I'm, I'm one of many awesome people. Awesome people. I just called myself awesome. <laughs> <He's just laughs> you at, are awesome. Absolutely, yeah. Long. Yeah, Uh, anyway, you you interview some awesome, some some amazing people, and as do I, and such as yourself, right? I got you. So and and it's always cool to talk to somebody that does this for a living where it's like, we've both got this wealth of just work. I mean, there's not many people out there. Number one, like, it's one thing if you're like reading every day, but even if you're reading every day, I feel like you're not getting as much as when you're interviewing people and you're getting their story how they've been able to overcome adversity and and do whatever there is they're doing that they're is making them worthy of being interviewed because they've done something awesome they've built some momentum um it's pretty neat and sometimes I actually get stressed about it I don't know how you feel like I said, you know I take my show notes here And I try to take little lessons that I get and, you know, we'll we'll cut out little pieces and we'll repost them on our our page and stuff. And I'll try to take lessons and and do even videos or stories on them. But I feel like there's just so much and I, and I'm missing, like, I'm like, I'm not capturing all the awesomeness of all these people. (laughs) So I don't know how you feel about that.
1: Yeah. I'm with you, man. It's hard. I mean, it definitely is. It's a, it's a pretty fortuitous situation to be in when you get to sit down with somebody really anybody these days, because our time is so precious and becoming even more precious, but especially somebody who has you know, created a business, is a, an author, an influencer, is just really anybody that is creating and doing, and to your point, you know, keeping and developing more momentum for their purpose and their work, just to sit down for 30 minutes, an hour, an hour and a half, I mean, who knows how long the interview is going to be, is a really like, fortuitous situation, like I said, but um, it's so much more than just reading a book i mean i i listen to all the books read all the books listen to all the podcasts right. I'm, I'm always absorbing and sponging like i know you are too but it's just it's something different and when you sit down with them it's just uh it's i feel very grateful but yeah overwhelming sometimes you're just like wow this person is just like we're just scratching the surface
2: totally man I mean, i'm just i'm just re- i always like to read comments and then, I, then i'll oh, lose, yeah. you know, usually grab some <laughs> daryl questions okay. but you're looking delicious. Uh, you today are looking like a chalk piece of chocolate <laughs> wrapped in ice cream. So you know, you may have thought it is, was early, but hey, you're killing it.
1: Is that and you then, or me? I don't know. I still have a little bit of my uh, Tulum tan. I guess maybe that might be me. Dude, I that's
2: definitely you. Because then, if it's followed up by Chase, you're beautiful.
1: That's um, my man, Daryl. looking
2: lean. Um, oh, okay. Got it. So, uh, yeah, I mean, we, you know, you got you to gotta bring your base on here, right? You got your loyal your loyal fans. So let's talk about some of this stuff. Put it this way. Any subjects you want to talk about. One of the things I think would be interesting for us to, to get into is some of the people that you've interviewed. Um, you don't even have to give names if you don't want, but just mm-hmm. some stories that you've picked up on, some life lessons that you've learned that have now translated and, and helped you and that you've been able to use to help. Some other people. And I know that's kind of a loaded question. I was actually, as I'm asking, I'm thinking, God, how would I ask that without any preparation? So no, it's a good one. Just do the best you can.
1: It's a good one for sure. I mean, and honestly, Will, the first thing that came to mind was, um, it's probably not what everybody wants to hear because we're expecting like the secret sauce or just some really big life hack that a successful person has kind of uh, shared with the world. And honestly, man, the first thing that came to mind is just that, it is really simple to be successful. And the simplicity lies in the consistency. And to your point for everything you talk about and things that definitely ring true for me, it's just consistency in your habits. Um, When I've interviewed people that are best-selling authors, that are just local community leaders, or just anybody doing something really impactful, in my opinion, They might have like a special skill set they might have gone and gotten a a degree or a certification or developed a skill set over time but honestly when you really get down to the common denominator it's just how often did they keep showing up and i I think that's something that a lot of people don't give enough credit to and and it's so cliche and i'm sure a lot of people have heard it but it really is just the truth when i think of people that i know of, interviewed that have you know launched and grown multi-billion dollar corporations or are just like I said, a local community leader in every range in between. Like they are fully fulfilled and they're fully happy and they have a lot of momentum behind them. And it's just they attribute so much of that and they stay successful with that because they just keep showing up, even when you don't want to, especially when you don't want to. And it really is just about what habits are you willing to create? What habits are you willing to sustain and keep showing up for?
2: I love that answer. So I'm rereading a ton of habits again have you read it Atomic which Madness? i have your clip
1: by the way i
2: owe you a clip i have okay. it it's in my email queue you're getting it right after this interview. Let's see that man. see that prompt yeah yeah. Prompt. yeah um that's right we did talk about it so and i'm rereading it again because i'm actually i'm incorporating some of the stuff that he does i feel like he did such a great job of explaining habits what they are how important mm. they are the fact that we are our habits our habits are us and that basically you know you don't realize how many habits you have oh, in your yeah. life that are, are hurting you. It's all about becoming aware, identifying mm-hmm. those and saying, holy shnikes, I'm doing this every day and it's making me less happy. It's crushing my momentum, right? Yeah, and then yeah. sort of saying, okay. And But one of the things, um, I'm trying to kind of take some of this stuff to the next level and really give practical exercises in ways, which is going to tie in, I know we talked about mm-hmm. my app, kind of into the app to sort of help hold themselves accountable where they're going to, mm-hmm. you know, you make that list of all the things that you're doing throughout your life. And, and, you know, you just start to sort of start to identify, okay, this isn't, and then, you know, you've got your ultimate, like, my back to the future goals, I call them like, where do, what do you want to yeah, be at yeah. the end of the day when you when you die at your funeral? I mean, it's kind of morbid, but what do you want said? Something you know, what to think do you want about your eulogy to be right? I mean, to me, though, because that gets to the heart of, of all of it, like everything mm. else is just bullshit, right? Like, do you want people to say he had a zillion dollars? Like, but yet, are you living your life that that's all you care about? Like, yeah. you know, or that he was famous? No, you want people to say he was uh, he was caring. He listened. He, he was truly empathetic and had tons of friends and, and was this like had this real great symbiotic relationship with people and was always looking to help people. And, and they helped him and, yeah. you know, was in physically great shape. And, you know, and go just kind of going through the cores of the things that really matter. His Mindset He was positive. He turned obstacles into opportunities. That type of stuff. Um, and then, you know, you start kind of just building it. And you, you go, okay, what do we need to do here? What are the habits that are not in align with that? And just and so just what you said just kind of ties into that, like a nice, neat little bow. Consistency and habits. And it's not going to happen overnight. It's going to take a hot minute. But the decision be, could be
1: overnight, that's for sure. But the habits are going to take a little bit of time.
2: That's right. Habits, and, and I, I always use the word that they're like these front-loaded. Suckers. Like they're like these think of them as like these little ticks that have grabbed on really hard. And <laughs> you know, they, they're hard to get off and they're hard to reverse. Yeah. But once you once you pluck them off, you know, then all of a sudden, you know, whatever you replace replace them with, you know, if it's a if it's a positive thing, then that's just going to help your momentum going forward. And it becomes automatic, just like the negative one was, where it's like Absolutely. you're not even thinking yeah. about it, right? Because your brain. It's constantly looking for ways to conserve energy. That's why we have habits. Habits are like these things that come from our brains from paleolithic times. It goes back to our early ancestry where it made sense to, you know, conserve as much energy as possible. And we need to put things like if we don't want to, we can't think about more than one thing at once, by the way, anybody that says they're a good multitasker.
1: Multitasking is the
2: biggest lie I've ever tried to tell myself time and time again. Absolutely. Which is so funny, man, because you know, I used to, we used to interview people in my old job before I had read all this and understood this. And I used, that used to be one of my first questions. Are you a good multitasker? And I can say without a doubt, at least 99% were like, oh yeah. Right. And I might have, we want to own that. Yeah. It's it's, it's like a badge
1: of honor to say that. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah. I can do multi, But no, your, your little, your little lizard brain can only do one thing at once and can only, and you need to free up space for it to focus on the things that you want to create and that you're building upon and you're introducing in your life and you want those other things to be on autopilot, right? And so, yeah, you know, these habits and and being consistent and, and showing up every day, it's getting so hard for people, mm. right? We're living in this insta-generation where ADD is the norm. I'm ADD, but I feel like kids nowadays, I mean, Let's look at. I haven't heard people talk about this, but let's look at the way that social media has evolved, Mm. and the fact that like now it's TikTok is I think probably and Reels on Instagram kind of mimicked it. You got like five seconds to get your message across, and it has to be clever and fun. You got to hook them, and yeah, right. Well, even but I mean, five seconds total. I mean, it used to be like you got to hook them in the beginning, and then they'll stick around for a couple minutes. And I, I'm, that's a challenge for me that I'm working on is like trying to get like my when I make a video or something, just doing like super quick. I mean, not not five, but, you know, I'm trying to get mine down to a minute, whereas my old ones were like three, four, five. four Oh, yeah, and I realize yeah. that ain't happening. Nobody's sticking around and you got to get that across. Right. And and so like this instant, people want it now. They can click a button and literally get what any, anything they want in the world. They can get anything delivered. Take it from me. I know We that's the business. That you You're used the to guy. Do, restaurant yeah. Delivery. <laughs> Right. So I'm very familiar, you know, Amazon now, I mean, with that day, usually your groceries, you can get hop in a car and be delivered anywhere by Uber Hell and in you some be- cities
1: within like two hours. Yeah. It's, Dude,
2: it's insane. So it's no wonder that our discipline is just going like this mm-hmm. because we don't have to have it in a lot of ways still. But when it comes to happiness and the stuff that you're talking about and long-term success, you do.
1: Mm. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you couldn't be more right. A couple of things come to mind, actually, as you are describing that. One, I go back to kind of my old health coaching days. For So for those of you who don't know, I used to be a clinical health coach. And day in, day out, I would work with clients, patients, and we would get them well, keep, get them off medication, lose weight, exercise, all that stuff. And so think of it like it's like a trainer, right? And so for me, um, one of the biggest revelations I remember having with clients was that they would come to me or they would read a book or they would listen to whatever. And they would think that, Oh, this is what I need to do in order to be successful. This is the diet. This is the workout. This is the routine. This is the morning routine. This is the mindset. This is the whatever. And I think a lot of people don't give themselves enough credit for what they already have. And so when I would kind of peel that back, I would be like, well, what if we just focus on really to your point earlier of atomic habits? It's creating a heightened and hyper state of awareness around what you are already doing that has gotten you this far, that has kept you above ground, that has kept you from becoming whatever or on certain medications or just insert your goal here. And I think if we can begin to just become aware and then ultimately take ownership of the things that we have been doing to keep us well, to keep us successful, to to put a roof over our head, food in our bellies, provide for our families and you know upright and mobile, there are a lot of good nuggets in there that we can Maintain. There are a lot of habits that we have that we don't fully recognize and give credit to as habits because we are still focused on, I'm not happy yet. I'm not the weight that I want yet. I don't have as much money as I want yet. And so you think that that goal, that outcome is attached to something that you don't already have, that you don't already know, that you're not already implementing. And that might be true, but I would be willing to bet that you have the foundation for it. You have something that you're doing at a level that is worthy of getting credit and i think that's where a lot of people also struggle in success in any form is not out of the gate giving yourself enough credit for how you're showing up and the things that you can accomplish and those small little compound effects that you can do and secondly the thing came up for me there was i go back to my uh i always revert back to kind of former versions of myself right so that was health coach chase now here's Army chase, here's military chase. And this might be a little bit different because I actually I served during wartime, 2003 to 2009. But anybody in the military, anybody in a very highly uh, physically demanding or high-stress job, you may not be called up to that task. You might not be called up to that duty, that deployment, that, that big campaign ever during your time of employment, during your time of service. But knowing that that is a potential, knowing that is a very strong possibility, um, what do you do? You don't just sit around and just kind of half-ass certain trainings. You don't just sit around and just like, oh, well, if it ever gets to that point, then I'll really get sped up. Then I'll really focus. No, you, you implement these things on a regular basis to keep you always ready. One of the things I picked up in the military that still holds true for me today and all my habits and all my content is if you can stay ready, you don't have to get ready. Well, and what God. I mean by that is just implement tiny little things that are going to be like a fluid kind of infrastructure in your day, in your work, in your habits that are going to keep you on path to that success. You know, maybe just bare bones amount of time you're going to go work out, bare bones amount of emails you're going to send out for lead generation, bare bones amount of whatever. That is like the core infrastructure that is going to help you stay ready so that when it comes time to really put the pedal to the metal, you don't have to get as ready as much as possible and therefore try to flood yourself and overwhelm yourself with as much as many new habits or things, but you've been, you know, actually adding them all, all along.
2: Oh man, that was well said. Yeah, that's, that's exactly it. And you know, I actually disagree with uh, James clear in one sense and mm. you kind of hit on it. And I want to, I want to kind of talk about this and get your take on yeah, it. Yeah. How so? Um, well, I shouldn't say disagree because that's got a negative connotation. I, I see things slightly different and maybe I'm misinterpreting what he's saying. So, your 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 sentence where you just said if you can stay ready you don't need to get ready. So he his whole thing is basically like don't focus on goals, focus on your system, focus on the habits you're building. And he even has there's a there's a quote that I really that I actually like in his book about it. It's essentially uh, you don't rise to the level of your goals, you fall to the level of your habits. Yeah 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 that rings. And out. I think it's a it's a great quote and it sounds good. And there's truth to it, depending on how you look at that. What I think is super important, though, is that just like we started this conversation of you know the the funeral list or the back to the future list, where you know you do need, in my opinion, to know really what it is deep down in your in your soul, because we're all different, right? Yeah, and, yeah. But we all have the same kind of same these same chords: the mindset and the physical health and the relationships. Like those are all important to all of us. But how we look at them and how. We want that all to play out and and where we want that to end up for each of us is different. And I think it's important that, because if you're building these habits, like you've got to know where, you know, at least have an idea and it might change, but -hmm. you have to at least have an idea of like, well, if this is my end goal, if this is where I want to eventually be with all this, to me, that makes it a lot clearer and easier to build those habits from. Uh And, I thought it was interesting that he kind of just says, don't worry about goals. Just worry about the system, of, mm. system building habits. And when you said, if you can stay ready, you don't need to get ready. It reminded me of kind of his, I, don't, I know you didn't mean it this way, but of, of that statement of him basically saying, you don't need to worry about goals because if you've already built the habits, they're going to take care of themselves. And you're going to yeah. get, right? Yeah. What's your take on all that? To me, that's that's fascinating. I, I kind of
1: see both sides and I I see value in, and I even practice and I even recommend setting goals so that you kind of have an idea of what you're working towards so that you have an idea of what that marker for success for you looks like, feels like, sounds like, smells like. I would also encourage goals to be all encompassing of your senses to really kind of embody that. But also, I mean, so there's your benchmark for success, right? So you know, did I achieve it? Did I cross that threshold or did I completely miss the mark? But on the other side, I think to your point here. I I really do prefer, and I do think there is more impact and value and long-term success to be had by focusing on the practices, the rituals, the habits, and less on the goal. And the reason for that is because it's kind of a lot of things. I think that if you're focusing efficiently, intentionally, consistently on your day-to-day rituals, your day-to-day habits, your goals honestly should change. Because daily, weekly, monthly, yearly, if you're doing them correctly, doing them consistently, you are growing, you are evolving, you are becoming a different person, you are creating a different world, you are probably shedding old and creating new belief systems around how you wanna show up in the world, which is probably gonna to lead to a little bit, if not a lot of bit of change in your marker for success. And so this is where I, I think why I like focusing on the goals and the ha- or excuse me, the habits and the day-to-day stuff more so than the goals. Because you probably will find you're going to wake up one day and that goal, like you don't want it anymore, or it's going to be radically different, or your marker for success is going to be radically different, or even just different enough in a small way that it's going to cause you to change course a little bit. And when people change course, or they come up with a different idea of their goal on their way to their goal, that I think is where a lot of people stop. I think it causes them to be non-adherent because they're like, oh, well, if I can't even stay true to my goal. If I can't even hit that marker, well, then, you know, I'm not successful. I can't even do this for myself. And that, that kind of begins like a self kind of depleting cycle. We begin to beat ourselves up a little bit too much. And sure. Maybe there's some radical honesty there that you need to have of, did you actually show up when you say you're going to show up? Or is it truly just that you are growing and evolving and changing along the
2: way and therefore your market for success is changing?
1: And that's why I like the process more over the prize.
2: That's a great response. It's great hearing another point of view on it. Put it this way. I already knew it wasn't a black and white thing. I knew there was some gray in there. Mm. And I I feel even more so like when I was explaining it, saying like, well, you got to at least have a starting point. I think the key, if I take the best of both worlds, is... You know, you do want to have something. And absolutely, I think the key is like you need to, you know, that, that's prefaced with an understanding of if your only goal is to have a billion dollars and a jet and nothing else, then obviously no, you don't want to build your habits around that. That's prefaced around the understanding of you have these five core areas yeah. and understanding like what will actually make you happy in them and then say, okay, what does that mean to me? where do I want to be in each of these? So, and then, you know, right, you don't want to spend, you know, all your time on the goals, but I think it's important to have that starting place. And then, as you said, you can pivot. Mm-hmm. And, and as you're going, you know, things might change and you might, but I still, I think the ultimate goal you're going to have isn't going to change too much. I do think your goals along the way, mm-hmm. like the shorter and the midterm, term are going to change more so. Yeah. Yeah. And I think also um, another point there is that,
1: Along the way, when you're doing these things daily, if you're changing your habits, changing your routines, even if it's just one thing every day, at least speaking personally, I have found that along the way towards my path to success, towards working towards my goals, I realized that the goal that I was working towards was somebody else's goal. It was an idea of success that I thought that I wanted, that maybe everyone around me was working towards or had accomplished. And I was just associating success with looking like that, feeling like that, smelling like that, so on and so forth. And if you're doing this stuff along the way, like the personal work is there, the personal development comes heavy and you will begin to realize that like that wasn't important to me after all, or I don't even define success like that at all. But luckily you've been putting work in day in, day out, month in, month out, year in, year out. So it's not like, oh, this is all for nothing now, but actually you are a completely different person. And I think that's the best thing you could ever do. And that's one of the greatest accomplishments we could ever have in our pursuit of our goals is to realize what really, really matters. And if that means changing your goal, changing your market for success, then honestly, that's great because now you actually have a much deeper meaning attached to it. You probably have a new, if not a fully re-solidified why. And then you're, I think personally you're acting out of this magic area where passion meets fulfillment. And when you're acting out of passion and fulfillment, I don't think you could
2: ever be unsuccessful. That's great. That's a really, that's really well said. I totally agree because, and that's what it was have talking about this with another guest the other day, that passion and like Napoleon uh, describes it as desire backed by faith, which is basically like, if you want to truly be successful, like you can't just go out and do something because you're like, I think this will make me a lot of money and you Mm -hmm. don't really enjoy it. You don't, it doesn't tie into your strengths and your passions at all. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But if you can tie those together and be like, okay, and then pick something and be like, all right, I'm all in because I believe in this. That just gives you that ability to continue to take those steps day after day when you're going to get bitch slapped by life and you're going to run into a million obstacles and you're going to fail a billion times, right? Because that's just part of the process. Failure is mandatory. People don't understand that. Failure has this negative connotation. Yeah. It is mandatory. You have to fail because otherwise, how do you learn and grow? Exactly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think um, a really kind of like good gut check for this is if you can pause in pursuit of your goals just for a moment, a day, a week, whatever that needs to be for you. If you can pause and have an honest conversation with yourself about. Am I pushing myself towards my goal or do I feel like I'm being pulled? Pulling, being pulled towards your goals, being pulled up the mountain, being pulled towards success. I think, again, if we're really, really honest and if we can just pause long enough to to have a gut check with our head and our heart, we will know the difference. I can look back and think so many times on things where I was just working, 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 grinding, going, going, going. And I was pushing myself. I was pushing the limitations of my mind and my body. No, that needs to happen sometimes. You got to push through a lot of endeavors in life through failures, to your point. But if you can just take a moment and ask yourself, have I always been and am I still continuously just trying to push myself towards this finish line or is it pulling me? And I think that is a really good way to kind of feel like I'm acting out of passion. I'm acting out of fulfillment because if you're being pulled towards that, I think that's a much better place to be than trying to always push towards something and force it.
2: Man, I love that. Yeah, that's, that's so true. And it just ties into the whole, you know, momentum thing of like, Mm -hmm. it's so much easier to gain momentum when you've got tailwinds versus, you know, the headwinds. And when you're, when you're being, when you're trying to push uphill with a big block into the wind, it's going to be tough versus some magical force just kind of helping pull you up that mountain. And the magical force is you
1: i promise you every time it is you we just uh we haven't quite peeled back enough layers to see that uh we are the engine behind all of our dreams and goals and success uh we are the one pulling us we're already there we're already there at the top of the mountain this this tomorrow version of ourselves, this next year version of ourselves. we're already there and we are the ones pulling ourselves up and it's just a matter of getting into alignment with that
2: totally man totally um, well, so speaking of all this, what do you feel like some of the habits that, you know, I love this habit talk, so let's stick mm. with it. Um, some of the habits that you maybe some of the failure habits you used to have that you were able to identify <laughs> at some point overcome and either stop them or replace them with their, their counterpart success habits. And what are those?
1: Yeah, um, so I had to laugh at myself because I think probably a lot of us have been there or you probably will get there in pursuit of your goals. Like I was saying earlier, we attach to markers for success and what success looks like for other people because it's assimilation, it's familiarity just like anything in life, we if we have never achieved it before, if we've never done it, if I've never written with my left hand before, it's gonna look weird, feel weird. I'm gonna have to like look at somebody to try to figure out how to do it. Whereas with my right hand, like I've done it a million times. So there's a little bit of like biochemistry here and just give, cut yourself a little grace, a little slack. So when I was beginning really my entrepreneur journey, I would look at all these other high performers, all these people that I was getting on my podcast and all these people that I would look up to and be like, wow, I, I want that. I want to be like that. What are they doing? What are their habits, right? And for, for many of them, it was, I get up at 4 a.m. and I get as much done between 4 a.m. and 8 a.m. as most people do in the rest of their day. And it's just go, go, go. And if you're not working, you're slacking. If you're not winning, you're losing. And I bought into that. And so what did I do? I would get up zero dark thirty. And I would try to force myself to just like wake up, get up, do work, sit down in front of my computer. Pushing yourself, first. exactly, exactly, Will. And when I realized I was actually becoming my own bottleneck, it was counterproductive. I was, it was throwing off my sleep. I, I wasn't. The rest of me wasn't on par with what I wanted to do or be. And so I realized that I was like, you know what? Let me just see what would happen. Let me just see if I can still be successful. Let me see if I can still create these habits in this this world and this business that I want for myself and my family if I just let myself happen and I just pay attention to how I need to show up, how I prefer to show up. And it was great, man. So I stopped attaching myself to these other people's uh, daily rituals. A few things I pull you know, from people, of course, because they're very, very right. helpful. But yeah, I just stopped trying to put my life and my plan and my path. And I tried to stop putting theirs in mine. And so now I just, I basically, I, I look back and I laugh on just like how many wasted hours, how much lack of sleep, you know, how much brain and you know body energy I was exuding just to like be counterproductive. Um, and so that was really a big marker for me was just, there's a system, there's an innate system and process in all of us that I think if we give ourselves a little bit of, it's like this magic area again of, of discipline and grace when you're trying to create a new life for yourself or just move the needle forward, it's going to take discipline. You're going to have to show up. You're going to have to create this infrastructure that I've been talking about this whole time, but you also need to have a good amount of grace along the way because you do if you're acting out of discipline and grace, you're going to know when you're just floundering. You're going to know when you've been slacking, but you're also going to know when you're staying true to yourself versus trying to just like formulate somebody else, copy somebody else. So it's, it's really discipline and grace. And I think from there you can, you can really create the perfect day formula formula. You can create the best habits for you that you need in your business and your life and your relationships need.
2: Wow. Yeah. Well said. I like that a lot. Right. I, and I'm always talking about with habits, like for instance, like my wife loves running. So mm-hmm. one of her success habits is is she runs and she likes doing the Peloton and then and these things and, and that's caught fire. A lot of people do. They gamify it. I love how they're oh yeah. it and they make it, it. You use rewards and competition and social connectivity and, and technology. Um, and that, and, and so this kind of all goes into this, you're right. You want to like trick your brain into wanting mm-hmm. to take that, take actions because you're not always going to want to. And that discipline, it's like, it'll come. You, it's almost like you have to have the discipline to know what you want to set and that to just not give up. And then like, you know, at a certain point as you're doing it more and more and you just force yourself almost that big, mm-hmm. I don't love that word, that term fake until you make it, but it's kind of, kind of fits where it's like, you just do it and you know, like, this is what's good for me. So like with yeah. my wife, but yeah. for me, it's, I like to, uh, you know, anything but running, right? It's like I'm <laughs> I'm basketball. You, yeah. basketball. I don't feel like I'm, I'm, I'm exercising. Yeah. I'm, I'm tricking my brain because I'm having fun and I'm super competitive. And so like, it's all about that, that competitiveness. And before I know it, I'm like, wow, I've been playing for two hours. I'm drenched in sweat. I had the most amazing workout. I achieved no way it. I did I it. Yeah. Right. There's no way I could have sat on a treadmill and done that. So it, it, it's different for everybody going back to what you're saying. And, and you know, just cause somebody wakes up at 4am. I, I too remember reading all those books and being like, damn, do I need to be waking up at 4am? Yeah. I was like, I was like that and I never it, did it. Right? I, I, I never could do it. I think I probably tried like once I was like, uh-huh. snooze. But there was a lot of those little things where I'm like, well, they're doing it this way. And then, right eventually I realized I got to listen to my biorhythms. I'm a night owl. I'm not an early bird. I actually yeah. you know, sometimes get a lot done in the night. My wife goes to sleep early. She's the opposite, right? She's up at the crack of on. She went up, she worked out this morning at five o'clock, right? She's a perfect example. And that's fine, but that she's successful in her own right. And so am I, you, yeah. you got to go with, with, with your whole, you know, your personal stuff and, and what you were naturally born with and your natural inclination.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and there are ways to kind of like figure that out. I, actually, talking about Night Owl uh, reminds me. I think we did we talk about the, the book, Dr. Michael Bruce, The Power of When, on our interview? It um, sounds familiar. We may have. So it's, that book is all about chronotypes, understanding your chronotype and whether your early bird gets the worm, you're a night owl. He actually, Dr. Michael Bruce, B-R-E-U-S, uh, breaks down a lot of these animal types to kind of like liken them in the animal kingdom. Are, are you a lion? Are you a bear? Are you a dolphin? Are you a night owl? And he breaks down the science behind it. And I think actually that would be a great recommendation for, for anybody in the pursuit of creating or trying to solidify habits that serve them on their path to success Is really understanding the body understanding the mind and this really might help stopping you trying to force you know what is it a round peg in a square hole if you can better understand who you are physiologically biochemically genetically that can really help you and actually it did for me years ago when i read his book and had him on everford radio i was like oh and again it gave me a little bit of grace it gave me a little bit of grace because it helped me better understand how i naturally show up in the world how i how i physiologically show up and just where my energy levels are when I want to go to sleep, when I want to wake up. Um, it helped me kind of become better aware of when I'm actually my most productive. And so that, that allowed the grace for me to go back and apply the discipline.
2: Love that. Yeah. I mean, and that just goes back to the whole pushing versus pulling thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Square absolutely. peg round hole, like, right. Like, that's it. He just like allow the universe don't, don't fight the universe. Don't fight what in your gut, you know, is, is not right. Like, you know, and, and everybody's different. So yeah. just cause it works for somebody doesn't mean it works for other. Wherever awesome. there's
1: resistance I think is a really good moment of pause for people. Now you will come up against resistance in life, in the pursuit of your goals in day to day living. But for me, I've learned when I, when I face resistance, I really want to just stop and kind of analyze it. I want to have a conversation with it. I want to understand, like, is this resistance am I creating? Is this an external force? Like, what is the cause? Why is this showing up? From where? For how long? And if we can really understand that resistance, it always, for me, it helps me better navigate that obstacle instead of just, like, feeling like I'm banging my head up against a wall like I'm trying to just make fetch happen it's just not working you know so it, resistance can be one of our greatest teachers and resistance oftentimes is, it's a very very temporary blockade it's a very very temporary lesson that we must first process in order for us to kind of work through it friction is very very important
2: right so that that's a total double edged sword and I think it's let me I want to I think it's important to clarify whenever there's a resistance to pause because it, part of this goes to our conversation about discipline and like, mm. you know, you're going to naturally have resistance to things that you're not used to doing and, and that you're going to need to learn to get used to and kind of like the fake it till you make it. it. It's important to look at that and say, okay, is this resistance that's an opportunity or is this resistance mm. that's going against my physiology, yeah. my biology, like everything about me that I'm just going to keep running into this wall And can I achieve the same goal of what I'm trying to do by pivoting this way?
1: Yeah. And
2: a quick little tangent there. I'll
1: even say, and again, personally speaking, when I have looked back on some of the biggest resistance areas in my life that once I worked through, and got on the other side. And I was so much more happy. I was so much more energetic. I was so much more successful or more on my way to being more successful in any marker for success here. It was also a good area for me to kind of look back on resistance in terms of like a past, I'll say like a trauma or an experience. It was, a. I guess what I'm trying to say here was it was also a really good opportunity for me to um, shift into my mental health. And to allow more space for that to kind of rise up because not all the time, but sometimes a a big resistance area or a small resistance area in my day-to-day life in the pursuit of my goals was actually something that I was avoiding, was a past experience, was a a bad business deal, uh, a breakup, uh, a trauma, um, a death. It was something that was kind of stirring back up in some way. Again, not every time, sometimes here. But I think this is just an important area to bring up because people oftentimes, we just wanna push, 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 right? We wanna go, 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 grind, 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 we'll deal with problems later. But resistance isn't always just lack of discipline. Resistance isn't always just hitting an obstacle in your finances or your schedule, or your routine. Sometimes resistance is quite literally your body and your mind reminding you of something that you still need to process or you should begin to incorporate in your processing, in your habits, alongside the pursuit of everything else.
2: Totally, 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 totally. Well, dude, this has been awesome. I loved where this conversation went. You know, oh, likewise, I mean, man. You, you and I could probably I mean, we, we, we really focused on habits today, which was perfect because, you know, you kind of I mean, that's that's what I'm all about. And, yeah, and I'm yeah. always preaching. And you when I asked you, you know, what was the big lesson that you've taken from all these guests and throughout your life? And you went back to consistency and habits. And that's it. That's it. That's it, that's it people. It's not yeah. complicated. Yeah. It's not easy, but it's not complicated. Yeah. And if you can just figure out, like, what are these habits that I need to get going in my life, stay the course and have an accountability system. Don't forget about my app, quick plug, that's going to be coming soon to help you do so and make it fun doing it. That's what's up because then mm. it's like you're, you're automatically building that positive momentum towards your goal or, what well, you know, whatever it is we talked about. But at the end of the day, there's not really there just know there is no end point. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that can be, that can be frustrating for some people to hear, but I think, I don't know if we talked about it on my show or when I you had me on the meaning of life app where it's just like, we're to this endless circle of like, we feel dissatisfied because we strive for more. We strive for yeah, more because we feel yeah, dissatisfied. Yeah. And it's like, you're going to hit a goal and it's going to feel great. But then, or or say, okay, oh, I lost that 10 pounds. I was wanting to lose. Okay. What's next. And that's okay. And embrace that and just know the growth is that is the fun that is the happiness Mm -hmm. it's that journey and it's that like anticipation of getting there and working there keeping your mind your body stimulated that's actually Mm -hmm. the happy it's not the sitting on the beach drinking a pina colada like everybody thinks
1: yeah that's cool for like an afternoon but uh sand gets everywhere and you gotta (laughs) move on
2: (laughs) that's exactly right i mean when we went on my honeymoon i mean my wife would probably not want (laughs) me to say this but I was bored, like, so we were there. We were in Hawaii for like five days, and like after the second day of sitting on the beach, like I was just like, "All right, like I'm not we creating. I'm not doing right. anything. Cool. Yeah, right? We, we do, did. Yeah. We, we've already done pina coladas and sitting around <laughs> doing nothing. Luckily, we 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 then we were hiking and we went, but and we, we did awesome. do stuff. Awesome. But that's it. We had to find things to keep ourselves moving, keep progressing, and and see new things, explore new things, because you ain't growing, you're dying, right? Yeah. Ever forward. That's what I always say. Ever forward. Love it. Yeah, That's buddy. a great way to end it. All right. Well, dude, thank you so much, Chase, for being on. This is, this is really great. Will, my this pleasure, good man. One.
1: Thank you guys so and much.
2: You're a great person to know. So let's keep in touch, man.
1: Absolutely. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in.
0: That's it for The Five Core Life. If you haven't already, go ahead and hit that like button on this video and pound that subscribe button so you get notified when new episodes drop. Also, please fill out the free 5 Core Life Evaluator Quiz. It's a great way to get a baseline of where you are in the 5 cores and which of the 5 cores you need support. In addition, you'll get some actionable advice that you can apply and start improving your life in the areas that you need it most. That's it for today's episode of the 5 Core Life Podcast. Have a wonderful day.
2: Get moving. Gain momentum. Join the movement. Join Emmett by going to moremomentum.com to take a free life evaluator quiz on where you currently stand in each of your five course.